welcome to the Happy Whole You podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, your brain health and wellness expert. Here we talk about all things wellness with a focus on how your brain functions. So the daily impact of our physical, nutritional, financial, even spiritual lives, how they impact our brain, including how we navigate all of our relationships on a daily basis, all have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead. Hello, hello, amazing, beautiful humans. Here we are on another episode of the Happy Whole You Podcast. And it has been a while since we recorded one of these for many reasons, which, you know, I don't need to bore you with, but I'm sure things in your life have not been as smooth, nor are you able to do everything you've set out to do in 2020 because of the circumstances. But nevertheless, we're here and that is what matters. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about how we can improve our memory as we age. So there have been periods of time in my life where I do not remember and it's kind of crazy, but due to the nature of my brain during that time and my lifestyle, there is a reason why my brain wasn't remembering and it was a lot of it I could have fixed or controlled had I know, known how. And it's taken me a lot of work to kind of retrieve some of those memories that I've lost, but there are some memories that in timeframes in my life that I can't remember. I wanted to give you guys some information about, you know, just simple things that you can do, some reminders of what we should not be doing, and just kind of have it at the forefront of your mind as you go into this holiday season, because going into the holiday season, we can definitely have more stress. We can definitely eat the richer foods. So I just wanted this to be a great reminder. And, you know, there are many, many people that are affected by memory problems, whether it be themselves or whether it be a loved one. And, you know, even though science, they can't really explain exactly how memory works. What we do know is how we can improve it. So, hey, whatever, we'll take what we can get, right? I mean, our brains are malleable. So we can actually, science didn't even realize this. I mean, it's been within our lifetime, uh, the last, I think, like 20 years or so, maybe less than that, that they figured out, oh, wow, the brain is plastic, right? Like you can mold your brain and you can change those neural networks in your brain and impact how those neurotransmitters are firing and wiring and you can create new neural networks in your brain. But the way you're going to do that is having a healthy brain. And I'm going to give you some strategies to help give your brain that fighting chance because I know family members have had, you know, with family members that I've seen with Alzheimer's or dementia, things like that. Like, I just do not want that to be me. And so I'm going to do everything I can right now to take care of my brain health, because I think a lot of times that's kind of like the last thing we think of. We don't really think of taking care of our brain. It's more about, okay, you know, I got to get, you know, get healthy. I got to exercise and all that is good and impacts the brain. But versus getting ready to be in your swimsuit in the summertime, it's like, let's look at having our brain being ready to function on a daily basis. That is very, very important. So 
let's start off with just some things that we know impair memory. So for example, blood flow and circulation. That is a huge issue when it comes to memory and brain function. If you do not have enough oxygen getting to your brain and blood flow, then that's going to impair your brain's ability to function properly and for you to be able to remember. Lack of sleep is another one. Being stressed is another one. And I mean, stress, I can't even begin to tell you how, I mean, I know personally being stressed really impacts your brain function and your memory. Past head injuries is also something that is going to impact your memory. So, you know, I, oh my gosh, I had a gal come in the other week and I asked her and I asked all my clients, hey, if you ever had a traumatic brain injury and they, and a lot of times people just kind of giggle and like, no, of course not. Like, no. And then it's like, well, any type of injury to your brain? No, no. And what's interesting is this lady, I was like, well, have you ever been in a car accident? Oh yeah. I've been in like five, but no one was hurt. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, in that car accident, did you have whiplash? Well, yeah, but I didn't hit my head on anything. I'm like, first of all, I've been in five car accidents and only have a whiplash. And I think that's like, that's already, I mean, if you're going to look at the positive, that's good. No one was injured. But if you think about it, your brain is the consistency of soft butter and your skull has all these bony, ridgy edges. So it's like your brain is sloshing forward and back when you get in that car accident and you have that whiplash or side to side. And I just, I can't imagine that doesn't have an impact on brain health and brain function. And then, you know, if you played sports or had a concussion or had a soccer ball over and over and over again, or fallen off a bike or fallen out of a tree and you hit your head, I mean, that is bruising the brain. And so that impacts your brain, impacts your long or your memory. And, you know, the long-term health of your brain is impacted by, by head injury. So just being mindful of that. Poor nutrition, of course, that's going to impact memory. Poor lifestyle choices, such as, you know, drinking alcohol, doing drugs, of course, that is going to impact uh, the memory as well. And then mold and chemical exposure. So those, I think sometimes we don't really think about, but those really impact the brain as well. So I had a client who came in and unfortunately he had black mold come up on his scan. And we talked about looking into where the black mold could be coming from. And he went home and found all along their bathtub that they had black mold and his exposure was so bad that his legs were starting not to function properly. He had blood work done and his liver was creating an enzyme that was really impacting his overall health. I mean, it was a whole, whole issue. So if you have ever been exposed to black mold, that is something you do not want to mess around about. And always check for black mold. So especially in the bathroom or places that aren't well ventilated, or if you have, if you go in a space and it's musty or like old offices and the carpet. So just, just be mindful of that because that'll impact your brain. But let's move on to what we can do to improve our brain function. Because there's one thing you've, you can learn during COVID. <laughs> It's to focus on what you can do versus what you can't do. I feel like it's like being pregnant, right? Like you you feel like you can't do anything. So it's like I had to focus on what I could do because the list of things I couldn't do was so long. 
Anyways, okay, I know I go off on these tangents. So one thing, you know, that is really good for the brain is to do new things or like experience new things, learn new things, like such as a language or like help your kids with common core, right? That's a new way to think about things and problem solve in ways that you feel like this doesn't make any sense. And maybe say you are a person that always reads nonfiction, switch over and read a fiction book. You know, that can be good for your brain as well. Go to a new restaurant, draw and order something different, drive in a different direction or not in a different direction, like drive a different path to, you know, say it's a shopping center or someplace that you go to regularly maybe take a different road, side road. And then one thing that I started doing because I am such a creature of habit, every time I go to Costco, I literally park in like the same row in the same spot, like every time. And so I'm starting to park in a complete opposite end of the parking lot when I go. And so then that reminds me like when I walk out, I have to like remember, oh yeah, I'm parked in a different spot. So anyways, little things like that get your brain to just get out of that, you know, automatic, you know, not having to think too much and, you know, things are very routine. And so what it does is it impacts those neural networks. So it gets your neurons to fire and wire a little bit differently because you're doing things differently. And then the other one, which is like so painful for me to do, especially like when I go to Costco, when I go to grocery stores, like there is a flow that like literally I go in, I get the same things and I go in this like the same order. And so the last time I went to Costco, I tried to like go in a different direction and like do everything backwards. That was kind of a mess because Costco has like this way of making you flow through there a certain way. So I don't recommend that at Costco, but like other places like, so go in different, you know, change it up a little bit is what I'm saying. Experience something new, learn something new that is good for our brains. The other thing is to move your body in different ways. So Like coordination activities are really good for the brain, like playing ping pong and, you know, tennis, things like that. Um, Plus they're good for your waistline, of course. (laughs) And then like my kids and I, we started playing pickleball over at a park, which is great because they can be successful playing that. I can be successful playing that because when I try to play tennis, like the ball just, I don't know what's going on with the ball, but it like literally hits my racket and it goes over the fence every time. Okay. Not every time, but I never got to learn really how to play the skills and strategies of tennis, but pickleball, we can all be successful at. So that's a fun one or like try golfing or, you know, try going to batting cages or rollerblading or roller skating or something different that you're not you know, used to doing even exercise classes. So I know that with COVID things are a little bit crazy and gyms are closed. Some gyms are open, who knows what's going on, but anyways, you can always look online or, you know, if you are able to go to classes, like join a different class. Like if you normally do a bar class, maybe take a TRX class, or if you normally do Pilates, maybe take a yoga class. So you're just doing something a little bit different, but again, it's great for the brain. It's great for you to experience something new And again, it's disrupting those neural networks that you have. And those neural networks are these networks of thoughts and, you know, things that we do that are just like automatic, right? Like when you brush your teeth, switch over and brush with your left hand versus your right if you're right-handed. But when you brush your hair, change the hand, you know, so little things like that. If you start doing that, it really is, is, it's good for the brain to, for you to do that. So it's essentially exercising your brain. And then 
talked a little bit earlier. I think I said talked about staying hydrated, but hydration is like so important. And especially when it gets colder out, we can tend to drink less because we just feel like we're not as thirsty. And so if you think about your brain and our bodies, I mean, we're mostly water, number one. So just having a little bit of like a decrease in your hydration, not only does it impact like your muscles and you might start getting muscle cramps, things like that, if you're a little bit dehydrated, but just think of your brain because your brain only makes up like 2% of your body. However, your brain utilizes like 20% of your blood flow, 20% of like your energy goes to the brain. So it's like super demanding when it comes to, you know, its reserves and what it needs. If you're not hydrated, you are definitely going to feel that when it comes to your brain being able to function and remember things. So stay hydrated. A good rule of thumb is to drink half your weight in ounces of water a day. So if you weigh, you know, 150 pounds, 75 ounces of water is is a good rule of thumb to to drink. And adding like lemon or I like these things they're called eco drinks and I sell them at my shop or you can get them online, but they're great and they um a little bit of vitamins and stuff, not n- no sugar in them, but they they help flavor the water so I can drink more water. So that's kind of my go-to to get some extra fluids down. And then of course, you know, nutrition, right? Like nutrition is key. Like I said, your brain is only 2% of your body, but it utilizes a higher amount, like 20% of, you know, the nutrition you're putting in your body in terms of the energy and the high and the oxygen and all of that. So if you think about it, you really need to nourish your body well. And when you think about nourishment, just think of color dense foods. So like my go-tos for brain health, spinach, salmon, berries, bell peppers, avocados, and like walnuts, love walnuts. Those kinds of foods that are whole foods are really, really important for the brain health. And then if you're going to use supplements, use supplements that are high quality, nutrient rich supplements, supplements that, you know, can reduce inflammation as well in the body is a good idea. And that have, you know, polyphenols and antioxidants, all that good stuff in it. So of course I would recommend that if you want a good brain rich supplement, the bright you that I just came out with is pretty incredible because it has the resveratrol in it. It has the curcumin in it. It has the ginseng in it. It has magnesium L3 in it, which is, you know, going to cross the blood brain barrier for you. It also has the ashwanga in it, which is, is an adaptogen. And I feel like I'm missing one other thing that's in it, but it's awesome because I literally took a bunch of the anti-inflammatory supplements that I was taking. And I put, I was able to put a lot of them into that one formula. Just so important that you're eating, drinking and sleeping and moving your body and learning new things. I mean, just all of those things are key to help you overall function at your highest and best level. And of course it's going to help support your brain and help with your memory as well. I did want to share a couple little brain tips So a lot of people are like always, oh gosh, I can't remember their name. I'm so bad with names. And so one thing that I do, well, I'm going to share with you two things I do. So two things that I do is when I meet someone and I I meet them for the first time and they tell me their name is I I automatically try to think of somebody else that has that same name. 
and I picture their face. So then I can like remember. I don't know if that makes sense, but I do that. So <laughs> take it for what it's worth. The other thing is, is like if I have friends or something and they talk about their spouse, right? But I've never met their spouse. When I go to ask them about their spouse or how things are going or, or whatever it may be, and I can't remember their name, what I do is I think back to hearing them say their spouse's name or say the person's name. Again, I don't know if any of this makes sense to you, but this is what happens in my brain and it helps me. And then the other thing I want to share with you real quick before I let you go is, so at a conference, I don't know if you know who Jim Quick is, but he's he's pretty cool. He's like memory genius. He taught us how, like, if you're going to go to the grocery store and you have like whatever amount of items, like say we have six items, right? We have six items we need to get. You're trying to remember the items that you need because a lot of times we'll already forget our list, right? So what you do is say you have six items. So say it's like salmon, we'll talk salmon, spinach, bell peppers, blueberries, toilet paper, and batteries. Okay. So those are our six items. So what you do is you go on your body, you literally place those items. So I'm going to put salmon on my head. I'm going to put spinach on my shoulders. I'm going to put bell peppers by my heart. I'm going to put blueberries around my belly. I'm going to put toilet paper by my butt and batteries by my toes. So then when you go to the store, you literally, when you have to think about what I need, it's like, okay, on my head is salmon. So I'm thinking like I have fish on my head. Spinach is on my shoulders. And then my heart is a bell pepper. And my stomach is blueberries. And my butt is toilet paper. And my toes are our batteries. So then like you remember everything that you need. I don't know. It's a fun little activity. So if you want to test your brain and like your memory and things like that, that would be a little fun activity that you could do. Anyways, you guys, thanks for joining me today. Please remember to jump online, give the podcast a review, share this with your friends or family. And yeah, I hope, no, I will be recording another one really soon. And hopefully my guests that were scheduled to be on, hopefully we can get those rescheduled and get them back on the podcast. And I hope you're doing well. I hope you and your family are safe and remember, take care of yourself during this holiday season. Bye. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Holy You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Holy You on Facebook and at Happy Holy You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.